Hey there, podcast listener. Welcome to Talking Wealth, the show where each and every week, the Wealth Within team are on hand to teach you how to become a more confident, competent, and more importantly, profitable trader and investor. For more information, products, services, and detailed show notes, including a transcript for this podcast, head over to wealthwithin.com.au and click on the News and Media tab in the navigation. Hello and welcome to Talking Wealth. I'm Janine Cox, Senior Analyst at Wealth Within. Today I'm going to talk a bit more about commodities. It's one of my favourite subjects. As the current year comes to a close, this is the time to get thinking about the themes for 2016. And as part of this process, I decided to give you, our loyal listeners, an update on what's happening in the commodity space. Isn't this where a lot of the excitement happens? For those looking to profit from a rise in the price of commodities such as oil, iron ore, copper and gold, and many mining-related stocks, there hasn't been much to celebrate. However, when the cycle turns, and it will eventually, the sector will provide an amazing opportunity to prosper, if you're prepared. And I don't mean just to have the cash available to plonk it in the market. You need the knowledge and your timing's going to be very important. Let me say though, looking at the bigger picture, being historical prices over the past decade, commodities comply with a concept we teach in the Diploma of Share Trading and Investment. And this extends to a much broader understanding of how markets unfold in the Advanced Diploma of Share Trading Investment. So you combine the knowledge in both of those courses and you have a full picture of the market and how to manage your own portfolio. Of course, there are people who study the Diploma of Share Trading Investment and stop there, and that's fine. You can trade after you've completed that course. The bigger picture perspective, and there is part of this in the Diploma, and it allows you to take a step back and learn from the history of any stock or market. Observe where, in its overall pattern, the stock is likely to be trading today. Now, wouldn't that be nice if you haven't got those skills right now to be able to see through those glasses that allow you to understand those patterns and how they unfold? You see, just as there are patterns in most things that we can observe, there are patterns in the share market. You will have heard me talk about that before. The theory I'm referring to in relation to patterns is how in particular stocks and markets unfold when they're in a a rising pattern, part of the pattern, and when they're in a declining part of the pattern. Anyone can apply these patterns to a chart in practice to determine where a stock or market's likely to trade in future and how the overall formation of historical prices is likely to unravel before your eyes. It's a bit like being able to see what's around the corner before you get there or having an aerial view. I know that um, a lot of people play computer games and if you're able to step back and look at the race from above, you can see where you're headed. Now, wouldn't that be nice? Well, you can do it if you have this knowledge. Applying this thinking, the analysis indicates that even if prices rebound in the short term, that these commodities are likely to conform to the longer term pattern at play which means they're likely to see further falls before these longer-term declines fully unfold. What does that mean? In essence, it means that we've got further to go on the downside for commodities and potentially for the stocks that mine or process those commodities. As mentioned in my last podcast, the largest part of the decline for these commodities, I believe, is over. If we consider iron ore as an example, the chart reveals that it's been 
falling, well, it fell from around $187 in February 2011 to below $40 this week. Oil is another example. It's fallen from around $114 in May 2011 and is now trading below $40. Problem is that a lot of people without the knowledge are still potentially living in a bit of fear when these sorts of stocks and markets have been falling. And as a result, the inexperienced tend not to get into these areas until they start to really rise strongly again and often it's when they're near tops. The educated, on the other hand, they know that the time to be looking is after there's been a major decline. Not to try to jump in when the fall's still underway, to try to seek confirmation of when the fall may have actually stopped and that a rise may be about to occur. And there's a number of different strategies you can use. Even if you're studying the Trading Mentor course, you will have Dow Theory as part of that course that gives you an early indication of a tr change in trend. Now, looking at the p potential or, or the downside and what could happen with a couple of these commodities I mentioned, say iron ore and oil, iron ore doesn't look like it's going to support higher prices. It could, in the short term, see a bounce, but the major miners are keep continuing to pump the iron ore out at the current rate. So we could see the price shrink to my worst case scenario, which I mentioned in my previous podcast, between $31 to $33 in 2016. This is what I discussed commodities, I think it was about uh, six months ago. So it's quite probable, given that we're below $40 now, that it could continue to fall to between that range. Oil has a potential support at around $25. What I'm looking for, when a stock or market's falling, I'm identifying levels, important levels, taking into account pattern and price. And of course, you know, we talk about time. I'm not going to mention that in this discussion, but I'm looking for levels underneath where that these markets or stocks may find support. And I've identified around $25 and $36 as being important. So for oil, if it doesn't stop right around the current level if temporarily, then it's likely to continue the slide towards $25 before we see some sort of a rebound. But overall, I think it's heading that way anyway. I've also selected one of the big miners to talk about, and BHP's a bit of a favourite topic at the moment. The pattern on the BHP chart is similar to iron ore and oil, which is understandable. Now, BHP's share price was taking its time to continue the move down, so it's been in a decline for quite some time. If you recall, back in 2008, the stock made a low at around $18. Now, my current chart, adjusted data, shows $18.12. But this price was taken out recently when the stock fell and the selling was spurred on by that, the, the disaster, the dam disaster, which is a terrible tragedy. BHP is going to take some time to recover from this. We all understand that. But it's thinking about how far BHP might fall before the share price actually finds support and has an opportunity to rebound. That's what's really important here. So whilst it's possible for BHP to stop at around current levels, because that 2008 level is a very strong level, the chart indicates it's now trading in a long-term decline because it's taken out that low, and this suggests that we need to look at the bigger picture and think, okay, BHP's been trading down now for around seven years. Therefore, it will take a major reversal of fortunes for any potential short-term rise to turn into 
a much longer term trend and a start the start of a you know the overall move back up again. Based on the overall analysis, BHP has potential support at around 11. And people, if you're holding this stock, you're probably um, shuddering at the thought. 13 and 17 dollars. Now, $17 obviously is not too far away from the current price. I'd like to see BHP find some support around this level. However, if that fails, then $13 is really a realistic level for the share price. And 11 being my worst case scenario, which we can't rule out of the question. So this is telling me that there's a lot that's got to happen before we would ever consider buying. And the short sellers are going to be watching this stock like hawks. Given the analysis and the current momentum, any short-term rise that we see is likely to be followed by a further decline into 2016. So that's really my conclusion on where BHP's at. I've given you a, a brief summary of where I see iron ore and oil um, as likely to be heading overall. This is much more medium term into 2016. I don't see that even if there's a short-term recovery, I still think there's further downside. But as I said before, there will be a time when this area of the market is going to provide amazing opportunities. So stay tuned and, um, and keep a few of these stocks on your watch list. Not looking from the point of view of wanting to buy them now, but just to get a feel for the overall picture of where um, that side of the market is trading. In fact, you can look at the, the um, materials sector to give you a really good indication. I also look at energies. So a lot of the oil related stocks are in the energy sector. Uh, material related stocks like BHP and Rio you'll find related or in that material sector. You might just think that it's easier to watch the sectors rather than looking at the individual stocks and complicating your watch list. That's all from me for now. Have a great week. Happy trading. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. For more information, products and services and detailed show notes with a transcript for this podcast, head over to wealthwithin.com.au and click on the news and media tab in the navigation.